You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Happy Thursday, everyone. And uh, before I jump into a few thoughts for today, I want to invite you to join us for our series, Stress Fractures, this weekend at Eastside. I've had so many comments from people on how helpful and practical this series already has been to their relationships after a year of a lot of stress and pressure. This would be a great weekend to invite someone. And uh, just a reminder to those of you who attend our Anaheim campus, we're moving back indoors to our auditorium this weekend, but we'll also have an outdoor venue if you feel more comfortable there. Uh, We've been unpacking a miracle this week in Acts chapter 3 where Peter healed a man through the power of Jesus at the temple gates in Jerusalem who'd been crippled and paralyzed for over 40 years. This guy, as, as we would, started jumping and leaping and praising God. Well, well, people at the temple who were there, familiar seeing this guy every day, wondered how this could happen. And Peter said it was with the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the guy they had killed a few weeks earlier, to be honest. And then he said, repent then and turn to God so that your sins can be wiped out. So question, what is Repentance. What does it mean to turn to God? Today, I want to share with you kind of four marks of a person who's genuinely repentant, to authentically changing. First mark is a conviction about sin. The Bible says if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves. Jesus said, John 16, 18, when he, the Holy Spirit, comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. Convict. That happens in those moments of truth when the Holy Spirit convicts us and we find ourselves saying, God, I'm not being the parent I should be. Or God, I haven't told my spouse the truth here. Or God, so much of my business is built on dishonesty. God, I'm carrying hatred and resentment toward this person. God, I cheated on that test or I'm greedy, I'm self-centered. I never should have moved in with that person. Friends, that's God the Holy Spirit convicting us of sin, and it's one of the marks of genuine change, genuine repentance in our lives. And it opens the door to a second mark, which would be brokenness over sin. Brokenness is an important part of true repentance, of genuine change in your life. Peter was familiar with this firsthand because one of the most memorable examples of this in the Bible is after he had boldly proclaimed, I will never deny you, Jesus. I would die before I did that. But that very night, he did that three times he denied Jesus. And after he did it the third time, a rooster crowed just as Jesus said it would, and Peter ran outside and wept bitterly. That's brokenness over sin. That's contrition. And once there's been conviction about sin and brokenness over sin, it ought to lead us thirdly to confession of sin. Confessing our sins to God means that we don't just mouth our particular sin to him and said, well, I did this, I did that. But it means we agree with God about our sins. It means we've changed our mind regarding that sin. And we agree it's not being compatible with being a follower of Jesus. It means we agree that this sin hurt God. It's harmful to us, harmful to others. And it caused Jesus to have to die on the cross and it needs to stop. And friends, God knows our motivation. He knows if we really mean it or not. He knows if we just want to be forgiven to get out of a tight squeeze or if we agree with him about this and, and genuinely want this to be a turning point, a U-turn in our lives. 
There's one more very important mark of a person who's genuinely turned from their sin, and, and that is change from sin. John the Baptist says in Matthew 3, 8, prove by the way you lived, you have really turned from your sins and turned to God. Listen, do you know what will happen in your relationship with God if you get convicted of your sin, broken by that sin, and even get on your knees and confess that sin, but don't get serious about changing that sin? There will be unresolved conflict just hanging there in your relationship with God. And your relationship with God will start becoming like your relationships with other people when you have unresolved conflict. It'll just be distant and cordial. You'll be cordial in that you'll still go to church. You'll be in a small group. You might serve on a ministry team, but it will be distant because when you get too close to real change, it gets too convicting. And so you'll just stay distant. So I'm just warning you, if God brings you to a point in your life to make real change, please don't say no to God. Saying no to God is what got you in deep water in the first place. Saying no to God is what screwed up your marriage. Saying no to God is what got you in that relationship you never should have gotten in. Saying no to God is what created all those problems and hurt feelings and misunderstandings. What did John the Baptist say? Prove by the way that you live that you have really turned from your sins and turned to God. That's the kind of call Peter is issuing to these people at the temple that day in Acts 3 when he called the people to repent and turn to God. And guess what they did? There's a huge response. Acts 4.4 says, Many who heard the message believed, and the number of believers grew to about 5,000. And that's my prayer today, is that all who hear this message will repent, turn to God convicted over sin, broken over sin, confessing their sin, and changed, changed by Jesus. Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for your patience with us. Thank you for dying for us. And God, search our hearts. Break us where we need to be broken. We want to be aware of our sin. We confess it to you, acknowledge it to you. We want to be changed and walk in a new direction. God, transform us just like you did 2,000 years ago on that day in Jerusalem. May we turn toward you today in every area. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Isn't God's grace good? How grateful are we for that? Have a great day. See you tomorrow.